Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. The wait is over. We are here, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton in studio, the part of Jeff Smith, who is still gallivanting somewhere the other side of the pond, will be played capably by Brooke Watts. Howdy, everybody. Star Ranch in Austin, Texas, where it's 112 degrees in the shade. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> we don't want to hear no complaints from nobody else. There will be no whining tolerated on those weekend golf guys today at all. That's right. Man, that's got to take a lot out of you, Brooke. I boy, you know it is uh, the the heat is um, it is it's it's pretty exhausting. But gosh, you know, with the the high schoolers, collegiate golfers, middle schoolers that I work with, you know, it's something that your body just has to get acclimated to because you know September is actually one of our hottest months, and that's when their seasons start back up. So you mm-hmm. know what, you just take it day by day. A lot of water. Oh my gosh, yeah. a lot of water, and just making sure that. You're eating the right things, doing the right things to hydrate, not only as you're playing or practicing, but what you're doing to recover as well. And 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 preparing. And preparing, yeah. absolutely. If you absolutely. know you're going out and play 18 degrees and it's going to be hot as Hades, then yes. uh, the night before, you start consuming water big time. Oh, gosh, yeah. And yeah. yeah, that's one thing, especially with electrolytes and making sure that you're able to replenish everything that you're losing. Because the thing that's interesting is if you get dehydrated by 1%, it affects your mental capacity and your decision-making by 20%. Whoa. So hmm. it is, and that's one thing that a lot of people don't understand of why they have a hard time sometimes finishing out yeah. a tournament starting on hole 15 or why they start to crumble a little bit is they they stop drinking water, they start getting a little nervous. And I tell all of my students, make sure that you're drinking water every single hole where, you know, we figure out you need to have this much water per hole or you need to have this many bottles of water per nine. Yeah. And it will help them finish it out. And also, as you said, John, making sure you're doing the right things the day before, the night before, um, just allowing your body to recover. That is what helps you get through these hot Texas days because, gosh, it's just going to continue to escalate really until about September. Guy told me, he said, John, if you're out there on a hot day and you're not watering trees, you're not drinking enough water. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I, it yeah. is. I mean, it is absolutely true. You know, I learned in college, I played in a tournament in, the, in uh, it was actually in Las Vegas, and they ended up putting um, fresh lemon wedges in our water bottles. And this is a great tip for all the listeners out there. The citric acid that is in, you know, fresh lemons, limes, or oranges, the citric acid gets to your liver and you get hydrated faster. Really? And it is, it is a great way to get water in you. Plus, it makes it taste better. Yeah. You know, it makes it not as boring of just drinking regular water, but that citric acid will get into your liver. You'll get hydrated much faster, and it'll allow you to to be able to perform. Now, that's another excuse. I mean, another reason, because um, <laughs> we did a show a couple weeks ago on, on the importance of hydration, and one of the things I mentioned was that drinking tonic water because of the quinine 
which is yeah. what they give malaria patients to keep them cool on the inside, right, is good. And you know, tonic water with a with a lime wedge or a lemon wedge is is good. And if you have to put a little vodka or gin in it to make it palatable, well, you know, that's that's totally whatever up to throws you. your hair that's back. It's you know? so, totally up to you. Hey, speaking exactly. of tournaments, uh, want to. Um, Mentioned something, uh, a, a guy who's going to be joining us in the next segment, Frank Bassett from Golf Talk America, um, was down at uh, Reynolds Plantation for the big uh, Masters or the yes. Tournament of Champions for the AJGA. Yes. And he met a couple girls down there competing in the tournament from Austin. Is that right? Yeah, one of them is headed to Vanderbilt. And yes, I just I- wondered if they were your students or your students' nemeses. They, those are, uh, they are not my students. Uh, they are friends of my students. Okay. Uh, great, great girls. I mean, they are super talented, incredible work ethic of, of those girls. I mean, Austin, you know, we are very lucky here that we can play golf 12 months out of the year. Yeah. I mean, it is, um, it's yeah. a great, great place to, um, to be a golfer. Um, and also gosh, in the Texas area, um, we have a lot of universities in mm-hmm. in the state of Texas, and so golf is uh, you know, for girls. That is actually becoming the number one sport for girls to participate in, Fantastic. and you know, and football is you know always that's you know Texas oh. number one sport. But that's gosh, right. everything with the concerns about the injuries and you know the brain injuries and and concussions, um, more boys are playing golf now. So golf oh. is definitely on the rise here. I'm sure that Jordan Spieth had maybe a little bit to do with that, didn't he? Oh boy, that that definitely helps. And I tell you, and what he's done, for, you know, with the first tee organization, and he is so good about giving back to, especially the Dallas area yeah. and the, the places that he played as he was a junior golfer. Um, the University of Texas, you know, golf team. Boy, you know, you've got uh, Bo that just decided to turn pro. He's not going to come back to UT. But I mean, mm-hmm. we are getting a lot of uh, a lot of exposure to the state of Texas and the game of golf, and um, we're definitely getting a lot of those uh, elite junior golfers. And like I said, you know, especially in Austin, it's, it's amazing between Austin and Dallas. Austin, we don't get nearly the severe winter weather that Dallas gets. Right. Austin is, you know, much more like kind of, uh, you know an Orlando type climate that yeah I mean you mm-hmm. want to you want to be a good junior golfer guess what you can do it and you can work on your game all year round here in Austin and and I mean you know from from uh, Mr. Pinnock on down I mean there's been so many famous golf instructors to come out of Austin too it's... oh absolutely Ben Crenshaw Tom Kite mm-hmm. Harvey Pinnock uh, Chuck Cook spends quite a bit of time here and you know Mike Adams who's one of my yeah. mentors you know he he was in Austin I think he's actually going to be coming back to Austin Austin a little bit um you know austin is uh yeah it's the place to be gentlemen i'm That's telling right. you and brooke watts's name will be added to that list in the not too distant future we're <laughs> That's sure right we are absolutely <laughs> sure and uh, absolutely we got to go back up to french lick the end of august for the uh the lpga legend so we're gonna try to convince you to come on up and do something oh, i'd love that, that I would absolutely love that. Yes, sir. We're also going to convince you to hang out with us because we're going to be right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Don't you move. And thanks for hanging. John Ashton in studio. Brooke Watts from Star Ranch in Austin playing the part of Jeff Smith quite capably today. And intrepid producer Mark Hunter at the controls. And I want to bring in our buddy 
Frank Bassett from Golf Talk America, which powers us capably also. So anyhow, Frank. Yeah, I mean, in the words of the great Matthew McConaughey, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> People confuse you and McConaughey all the time. Every time I see one of those Lincoln commercials, I go, is that Frank? No, no, it's not. It's a good-looking guy. Okay. Oh, God. Oh. I, if oh. I look like him, I wouldn't talk to myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nor, nor would you talk to us. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, because he will. Here. All right, man. Listen, we're giving you time because you got an announcement you're going to make. We'd make it, but it just doesn't have the full force as, as the Golf Talk America dude. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. I'm not getting divorced because I'm not going to make another attorney rich. So, with all of that out of the way, uh, we are about, John Ashton, myself, Mark, Brooke, everybody, we're about to launch the Golf Talk America Network. It uh, will have many shows on it, but uh, the initial shows launching. Uh, which will be those weekend golf guys. Or in your guys. case now, it should be like the Ace Hardware commercial. Yeah. Those weekend golf folks. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know how you do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, you've got to be correct. But no, we're about to launch the Golf Talk America Network. It is going to launch within a, about another 10 days. There'll be a big announcement, there'll be a lot of press releases, but it will have a bunch of shows. And all of the hosts of the shows that will comprise the Golf Talk America Network, their hosts will be guests on Golf Talk America on PGA Tour Radio. Mm-hmm. So we'll be promoting worldwide on PGA Tour Radio, mm-hmm. com slash podcasts, as well as the Golf Talk America Network on TuneIn and Audio Boom. Uh, so wow. you'll be able to get it about everywhere. It'll be on iTunes, TuneIn, Audio Boom, uh, SoundCloud. Uh, it'll be, uh, we'll give you all the links and how to get to it, but... We're there after two years of putting things together. Yeah. I think we're there. And, John, uh, you've been instrumental in making this thing happen, and I appreciate all of your hard efforts. It's been a long two years, but it's going to be well worth it, and it's going to get to the point where you can't escape us. No matter where you are, what device you use to listen, we're going to be there. <laughs> right in we're your We're going to be like the blob. Yeah, so that, that it's is, going to be great. We're, we're so excited. Cool. We're uh, going to have shows from the West Coast, from New York, from Canada, uh, working on a show right now from down under. Oh. Uh, hopefully, we'll get that put to bed. And I can't say who it's going to be, but uh, it's a well-known name. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So yeah, we're real excited about it. And uh, the website will be thegolftalkamericanetwork.com, and the shows will be housed there. Also, forgot to mention that. Right. Kind of important. Just and small, uh, so you can hear them there. Then you can link through and go to. John's website, thoseweekendgolfcast.com or golftalkamerica.com or uh, theleaderboard.com and on and on and on. We've got a bunch, bunch of great. celebrities that will be on it. It'll be fun. It's really, we're really excited. It's been a lot of work, like I say, but we are so excited to finally get a few weeks away from launching this thing. It's fantastic. So, Brooke, don't get nervous next time you run with us. Oh, no. Nerves of steel. I mean, it was either, you know, be a golf instructor or be a neurosurgeon. And, you know, I I, I had the nerves to be the golf instructor. (laughs) Well, don't don't be be nervous at all because when you come on the PGATour.com platform, uh, there are about 85 million listeners worldwide a month. So, you know, I wouldn't be nervous about that whatsoever. No. 
Yeah. Oh, heavens no, no, absolutely not. That is awesome. That is such a, that is, I know y'all have been working hard on this in the year that I've been with you guys, and I am so excited about this and the opportunity, and thank you for everybody's hard work on it. Gosh, what an incredible thing that's about to happen. Yeah, it is. It, it's going to be fun, and again, I can't thank John enough, and of course, y'all, your producer, Mr. Hunter, and I are, are brethren from the music world. We're both trumpet players, so we might have to do yes. a duet. There you go. <laughs> you know, I can't wait. That's right. With our Herald trumpets. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, hey, guys, you know, the Herald trumpeters, That's right. if you touch a Herald trumpeter, you were beheaded in the in the day. Uh-huh. In medieval so times. Keep that in mind. Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a shame neither of you guys were alive in the day. <laughs> in the day. Because <laughs> right now that is just a fantasy with which you can live, okay? Be the right club today. <laughs> Who said that? Who said it? Well, that, that was Hal, Hal Sutton at the Players' Hal Championship Sutton. when he took he Tiger Woods right. down in his prime, yeah. But I got to tell you something, guys, just just as a sidebar, uh, this past week, McElroy and his press conference at the Open said that he really wasn't going to watch golf in the Olympics. He was going to watch sports that mattered. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Oh, wow. And, you know, our good good friend, our good friend Ty Votaw, who is – the uh, very high up at the PGA Tour, sit at the right hand of Tim Fincham. It was instrumental in putting this together with the World Golf Federation. So, you know, I, I, well, I hate it for him, and I hate it for the Olympics, but I didn't mean to get off track here. I know we're talking about the Golf Talk America Network. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Because uh, what but, do we talk boy, about? A, we talk about golf. This a, yeah, this Olympic thing is just nuts. I mean, it's just nuts. Yes. Pretty soon, I mean, if one more American backs out, John, you and I are in, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Blame it on Rio. They're getting, Our they're getting down to us. Who didn't, who didn't see that movie? Blame it on Rio. Yeah. It's well worth renting and watching. I can promise you. Yes, and we and Frank can even tell you the the minute and seconds of all the good parts. He's watched it that often. <laughs> Frank, man, congratulations, man. Thanks, thanks hey, for well, hanging in. to y'all, too. Thanks yes, for never getting frustrated, too. and uh, we're looking forward to it. The GolfTalkAmericanNetwork.com will have all the information. And uh, and thanks for your help, buddy. And we'll... Uh, hey, we'll you too. Back at you. Good things in the future coming up. And we've got some great things coming up in just about three and a half minutes for you, so hang out with us. You checked out our Facebook page yet? It's facebook.com slash golf. Guys, go there and like us. Please. Hey, thanks for hanging and uh, staying with us. We are those weekend golf guys. John Ashton in the studio. Brooke Watts taking the place of uh, Jeff Smith from uh, Star Ranch in Austin, Texas. Intrepid producer Mark Hunter. Brooke was supposed to be with us uh, last week, too, but we at the last minute, we, I say, the royal we, I decided <laughs> that it was my birthday and I wasn't going to work. Why? Not? It's your day, John. It was your day. That's right. A friend of mine called and said, hey, why don't you blow off anything you've got planned today and let's go play golf? And I said, okay. <laughs> Twist my arm. That's right. I want to tell you what I did. I hit my first tee shot a little bit right, just into the rough, about 148 yards away from the green. Okay. And I said, oof, why is my drive going to the right? But I didn't let it get to me. My second Boy. shot, 148 yards out of the rough. I put it to six feet of the flag. Nice. Okay. Sweet. And the rest of that day was like that. 
I hit every fairway from number two to number 18. Those birthday gods are smiling on you, John. <laughs> I know it. I know it, man. man. I, hit, I hit almost all of the greens in regulation. The one nice. green I did not hit in regulation, I was about 20 feet right of the pin in the rough with my lob wedge. I put it over a sand trap into the cup for birdie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I shot. Was like, it, it was like I couldn't do anything wrong. How was your putting? He didn't have to putt that much. I didn't have to putt that much. No, my putting. See, I, I want to tell you, I shot a seven. When you're pulling out, you don't have to putt. It's amazing how that works out. I shot a 78. Good job. Which is the best score I've ever shot in my life. And it was on your birthday. And it was on my birthday. Man. Making it very memorable. Yeah. No kidding. It could have been four shots better than that, except for putting. There were, there were four putts that I either lipped out or stopped about two inches from the cup. Tap-in pars are okay, but it's still when you look and you go, wow, if I had just sunk those four putts that I almost sunk. Exactly. So that leads me to, this is where Jeff usually gives us a Jeff's quick tip. Yes. How the heck? Now, I'm, I have a Seymour putter. Yes. It, Zach Johnson, there's an article in, in GolfWorks website. Zach Johnson says his Seymour putter is the club that won him the British Open mm-hmm. when he won. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has improved my putting substantially. But is there any little trick that you guys use to help get the feel? Or is it just get out there and just keep putting? Because, you know, amateur golfers play on golf courses that vary from from day to day on how fast the greens are. Absolutely. You know, I think several things can make putting much more consistent. Um, You know, a lot of it has to do with your setup of making sure, number one, that your eyes are over the ball. And I know that seems like, okay, all right, Brooke, tell us something we don't know. I would say the majority of people that I work with, the very first thing that I notice is that they're usually too far away from the ball when they're putting, which is going to change the arc of your stroke, of your putting stroke, which will get your distance control off a little bit. Or it will have you lip them out when it's not going as straight. And so I, you know, I, the best way to figure out if your eyes are over that golf ball when you're putting, especially, is set up to the putt and then have an extra golf ball in your hand and place that golf ball right between your eyes and drop it and see where that ball drops in relationship to the ball that you've set up to with your putter Mm. and you're going to figure out really quick am i too close to it am i right over it or am i too far away from it the Mm. other thing that i would do is make sure that you keep your legs quiet i always tell my students you know don't act like beyonce on the putting green there's a time and place (laughs) to act like beyonce and it is not on the putting green (laughs) you know that all the single ladies you know that famous feel free to dress like beyonce on the putting green but just don't dance like her just don't you know don't get that wiggle or waggle going you know do it in the parking lot do it in the do it on the cart path just don't do it on the putting green and when they lock in that lower body it is amazing how distance control goes much, much better for folks of making sure that your lower body is quiet. If you lock that in, think about maybe pushing your knees out. Think about your from the waist down, you're, you're in cement. It's something mm-hmm. to get that locked in, and you will be amazed how much more consistent your putting will be. Come to think of it, I think, Mark, we all have that problem in our normal group. I don't think any of us actually is right over the ball. <laughs> 
That I tell you, it is it's unreal. <laughs> Most of us we think that we are over that ball, but we're not. Yeah. We are usually far away from it. And then when you realize how far you really do have to crowd that ball, I mean, you feel like you are really crowding it, that you're smothering it, of having your eyes direct over that that ball. Oh my gosh, you will be amazed how much better your putts are gonna roll. Okay, I misspoke. <laughs> Mark's eyes are always over the ball. <laughs> well, she makes a really good point. I mean, that you know, because a lot of times you don't, you think you are, but you're not. Yeah, and oh, that's. I mean, I'll give you that one. Perception, because yeah, that. right. that's what right. what's been making my irons much better. Is you know, I worked with Jeff last Same year, thing, yeah. and he told Same me, thing. you know, your hands right in the middle of your body, and the ball just to the left of that position. Exactly. And I was still having problems, and I'm going. What am I doing wrong? And then just a couple of weeks ago, I set my club behind and I said, okay. And rather than holding the club out, you know, thinking it was in the middle and then setting it down and adjusting to that, what I did is I set the club behind the ball the way it should have been. And then I walked up to the grip. Yes. And the grip was touching my body very much left of center. Yes. Yes. And I'm going, whoa. Absolutely. Still. Even though now I know, because I said, okay, when my hands are here, that really is the center of my body. The perception is that it's behind the center. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and you know, the ball position, especially with putting, most most of us tend to, really with ball position with everything from our putter to our driver, we usually tend to have the ball a little too far forward yeah. in our setup. Yeah. And I always tell my students, this is an interesting article that I read. Um, I know when I was uh, getting ready for, you know, Q school with the LPGA, I went and saw this sports psychologist who worked with golfers and um, sharpshooters. And I was like, that is, that's an interesting mix that you got. And he said, well, you know, both of them are very mentally challenging sports. Right. And the thing that is interesting about golf and that's really tricky, but it makes sense, is that you are having to look down, out, up, around. Your depth perception is getting tested in every dimension possible. And one thing I realized was when I was looking at my feet trying to get the ball position down, I was usually wrong 50% Mm -hmm. of the time. Mm -hmm. So I always tell my students, gauge your ball position off of something from the belly button up, whether you're using your chin, your belt buckle, uh, the buttons on your shirt, and then gauge it, that's middle, and then gauge it from that. And then all of a sudden, all of my students' ball positions improve 100% because they are able to get it right every single time. But if you're looking at your feet, you're going to be off about 50% of the time. At least. More than that. More than that if you're like us. Excuse me. Me. I'm going to cease talking for Mark because we all know he's perfect and he makes no mistakes. <laughs> well, you're going to come to Austin, John. I'm going to help you with your game. I tell you, we, we're, you're going places, sir. That's it. I'll, I'll be coming back scratch. That's exactly right. I tell you, you're going to be dancing like Beyonce. You're going to be making putts. You're just, you're, oh, don't you're, do that. Don't do that. No, no, no. You're really, it's going to be amazing. The scratch is okay. Beyonce, I don't. Not so much. But I love that. Just just use your body as a reference and, and that, that uh, drop the ball from between your eyes thing on putting. Going to have to try that because I'm sure I'm way off on that too. We got a lot more coming up. We are those weekend golf guys. Stay with us.
And welcome back, John Ashton in studio. Brooke Watts doing the uh, yeoman's work for Jeff Smith, who's decided to take another day off. God knows why. Um, Mark Hunter, intrepid producer at the controls. And we're going to go down to Myrtle Beach. Oh, if that were only the case in reality. And talk to Jeff Monday. Jeff, first off, uh, hello, and thanks for spending some time with those weekend golf guys. How you doing, man? I'm great. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, this is fantastic, man. The Myrtle Beach World Amateur Handicap Tournament. Again, how many years in a row does this make now? This is our 33rd year. Been going on since 1984. So obviously you guys know wow. how to do it now. Yeah, that's right. It's been, <laughs> it's been going on for quite a while, so we've gotten a lot of it pretty much down to a T at this point. This is so great because th- this is a way for anybody who is quasi-serious about swinging a golf club. You don't have to be good. You just have to be into it. And you have to like to party a little bit because if you don't like to party, then there's no sense going down for how many days does it take to play well, this? It's 72, it's 72 holes 72 over holes. four days, and mm-hmm. then each night we do have the, the world's largest 19th hole, which is gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, intrepid, intrepid producer Mark's in- in- interest has been peaked. <laughs> yeah, you know, it is, it is the perfect blend of serious golf, kind of competition, but mm-hmm. just having a good time, letting loose. And just, you know, just being around other people that just love the game of golf. And it just blends so well. And what better setting to do it in than here in, uh, in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You get to play a different golf course every day and, and hang out and have fun. And, and you know, then competition's a part of it. But this is what we refer to as the Everyman's U.S. Open. <laughs> it's like a major for all these people. Yeah. Come down. It doesn't matter how good you are at golf. It's a handicapped golf tournament. We've got 3,000 players, so everybody's flighted kind of around the same handicap, and so you can just come down, have fun, let loose, and enjoy yourself. We're going to use 56 courses this year, uh, and we're on 33 a day. 56, Mm. that still leaves about 218 courses open. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. We're we're only using about half of our allotted uh, courses, so there's still plenty of room. If you just want to come down and play some golf that week, you can still uh, find a tee time without a problem. You know, I have a cousin in New Jersey who goes to Myrtle Beach for vacation. used to go for a week every year. He owns his own business, and now he's decided he's going to go for a week every six months. Mm. And I think it's about ready to turn into a week every quarter. Yeah, you know, we've turned a lot of people into residents down here, too. So yeah. you know, it's a great yeah. place to uh, to retire to or have a second home. And then, you know, then you just play golf all the time. You don't have to pay the expense of travel. How much How much is we talking to get into this tournament? Right now we're at our... Uh, our highest entry fee. We've gone through all of our early entry rates at mm-hmm. six twenty-five, but that includes your four rounds of golf, an awesome tournament gift bag headlined by Greg Norman collection and club glove and PGA Tour Superstore merchandise, and then your four evenings of the nineteenth hole, which is three hours each night. It's open bar, free food from all of our local awesome restaurants <laughs> wow. here in Myrtle Beach. It is. Uh, Charlie Reimer and Tommy Ganey and Katrick and McGinnis and all these other guys, you know, some celebrity guests and things walking around. We have live music in the ballroom every night with some great bands. Uh, we've got an indoor par three, a 60-foot long putt with contests going on all the time. So it's basically 120,000 square feet of golf party mecca kind of stuff that includes 11 bars, 12 uh, food serving stations, uh, an ice cream line. I think we're going to have to talk about maybe next year having the weekend golf guys broadcast live from down there. Yeah, definitely. Well, what we are going to do though too is it, that that price is six twenty five. But for your for your listeners, if they want to go, it's MyrtleBeachWorldAmateur.com, dot com, and I will still talk about some more stuff. 
but golf guys 16 you can use that promo code get $50 off and get it down to 575 so that's for, for four rounds of golf the gift bag, the 19th hole each evening for you and a guest. If you have a guest, they're included with that price to come in and eat and drink and be merry. And uh, and then all of our flight winners and ties are going to go play a fifth-round championship playoff at the Dye Club at, at, at Barefoot Landing to crown our world champion. So mm. if you are a flight winner or ties, you get awesome prizes from PGA Tour Superstore gift cards uh, for the top five in each flight. All flight winners and ties go play for that fifth round. So... And it's it's so huge, right, because it's 3,300 players, and we have golf outlets all over the world. When you win, that put your picture out there with that trophy <laughs> as, you know, the, the champion of this awesome event that's been going on for three and a half decades. That's amazing. I think Brooke's putting her list of participants she's taken up to Myrtle Beach right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I tell you, I I, I looked at the, the tournament. It's amazing. And I also love that y'all have got such a wide of, range of different categories men versus women and broken it down i mean it's it's something if you've got a golfing family what a great way to spend to spend some time together at myrtle beach and this amazing tournament my gosh well done guys yeah and it, it that's just it, the way it breaks down because of the amount of people so our ladies uh, our women's division is uh, about 320 players so you know that's a huge women's golf tournament but then you're going to break that down by handicap, so it's pretty tight range. And then our men's divisions are all broken down by age, um, age, and then handicap. So you're going to get put in a flight with you know 45 to 50 other players that are within a shot of your own handicap, and that's the beauty of it because we all nobody wants to go play in a handicap event where you're you got 10, 15 shot differences, yeah. but. Here you're within Absolutely. a stroke because it's it's broken down through so many people, and it's it's just a great way to play in a in a handicap golf tournament. No matter what your skill level is, from a gross uh, player, we have a scratch division, all the way up to you know our bottom flights. And each flight will be somewhere between twenty and thirty five handicaps. But oh, that's great, man! That's amazing. When is it? It is August 29th through September the the second. Uh, right here in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. It's always the week before Labor Day, starting that Monday uh, before Labor Day. So this year, August 29th to September 2nd. And, Brooke, September may be the hottest month in Texas, but it ain't the hottest month in South Carolina. And if it ever gets to 112 with the heat index, you get an ocean. That's exactly what you were right. That's about where we've been. That's about where we are right now, but uh, we'll (laughs) cool off a little by the end of August. Absolutely. Man, that is that looks like a great term. I think those weekend golf guys, we definitely need to uh, make a point to make it down there and mm-hmm. to, to see all the action. And gosh, just and what a great way with tournament golf and an experience to bring everybody together in that golfing community in such a great atmosphere. Yeah, that's yeah competition drives it all. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to just kind of see where you stand a little bit. But, you know, by the end of the third day, half the field's out of it. And you can just kind of see that... You know, you, you're playing in a tournament, you're playing by the rules, you're playing in, a, in that environment, but it's still just so much fun, right? You love the game, and you're yeah. meeting new people, and you're playing with people from all over the world. We have 30, 33 countries represented, um, all 50 states in the U.S., and, and so you're just playing with people that you never would meet before outside of doing this, and just having fun and loving golf. And then, like I said, who doesn't? Who can't have fun and for three hours in a huge golf party with open bar and free food? <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you, you can't have fun playing golf and you can't have fun at a 19th hole, 
that's that's not going to cost you any more out of pocket, then you you should check your pulse as much as you do. God, man. Um, and again, what's what's the the website here, Jeff? MyrtleBeachWorldAmateur.com. And like I said, your listeners can use Golf Guys 16, take mm-hmm. $50 off that registration price, get it down to 575 and come have a good time. Once you do it once, you just you can't wait to get back. We've got we have still seven people that have played in every single one wow. of these things. Wow. Um, wow. Those those are our crazy people, but we've got guys <laughs> that have been playing for 20, 25 years, mm. and our average player plays in six of these things in their lifetime. It's yeah. just something that keeps you coming back uh, because it's the game of golf that we love, and it's a great way to experience it with everybody else that's just like you. It's the weekend golfers. It's the guys, it, it, the guys and girls that just love going out and playing golf. Because that's, nat- that's the natural progression. I think for for folks who've been playing for a while and they start maybe taking it more seriously, start taking some lessons, start getting good, and then you want to see actually whether it's just you know the losers you play with on a regular basis that you can beat, <laughs> or if it's you know other people in the world, and just you, you start aching for a little bit of a serious or quasi serious competition. Yeah, but, you know, and all you have to have to play is a USGA handicap index, and if you don't have one that you currently keep, we'll get you one for free. Uh, as soon as you sign up, you can start posting your scores, and then we do all of the evaluating, monitoring. That's what we spend our time doing during the week while everybody else is having a good time. But, you know, it's we take it very seriously, uh, but, you know, because we want it to be fair. But now's the time to do it. Our entry deadline's August 5th. But, um, no, yeah. it's awesome, and you guys definitely come down, if not this year, next year. See it for yourselves. We will start making plans for that uh, next year. Absolutely. He's fantastic. Jeff Monday, uh, Myrtle Beach, man. First off, you live in Myrtle Beach, so, you know, we don't have a whole lot of sympathy for you to begin with. But, and then you run this golf tournament for a living. Gee, your life is tough, Jeff. I, I know. I know. I'm, I'm a blessed man. <laughs> One more time, the website is? MyrtleBeachWorldAmateur.com. Golf Guys 16 gets you 50 bucks off the entry fee. Jeff, I appreciate that. That's that's something we didn't even talk about, man. That's kind of a surprise to me, and I appreciate you doing that. And so, no problem. Listen. I appreciate you having me on. It's a pleasure to talk about it. I always enjoy it. We will like uh, we'll keep in touch. Anytime you got something going on in Myrtle Beach, let us know because we love to sit here landlocked and just you know live our life vicariously through other people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, I'll keep looking at palm trees in the ocean. Okay, yeah, we appreciate that, Jeff. Thanks, man. Rub it in a little more. Jeff Monday, Myrtle Beach. Thanks a lot, guy. Talk to you later. Thank you. Have a good day. We will be right back. Don't you move. And welcome back once again. John Ashton here in studio. Brooke Watts uh, taking the part of Jeff Smith live from uh, Star Ranch down in Austin, Texas. And, of course, intrepid producer Mark on the controls. All together, we are those weekend golf guys. want to say hi to Steve Fluke, who is out there in California there. today. How you doing, Steve? Doing very, very well. Enjoying the sunshine, but unfortunately not golfing today. Oh, well. Oh, no. I was reading your bio. I said former <laughs> golf pro. Isn't it like a Marine? Once a golf pro, always a golf pro? Well, yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. But um, I'm not as active as I was as a golf professional. We'll leave it at that. Okay. Hey, Brooke, I want to ask you, you're, you're a dynamite golf instructor and you work with people of all ages and stuff, but when you get into teaching some of us older guys, what do you think 
might be like one of the biggest fears we have. You know, a lot of it has to do with injuries, mm-hmm. whether you've got a an injury that you've been battling over the course of the years or possibly you've got an injury that's come about due to your golf swing and just repetition. Um, yep. I think injury is probably the yep. biggest fear that, uh, that that I come across. I see myself getting down to being a scratch golfer in a few years and then and then sustaining an injury that I can't play anymore. Yes. And absolutely. that is a fear that I think a lot of us have. And Steve, you, you have run into a lot of people who have actually experienced those sets of circumstances and you've done something about it with the Easy Golf Club. I want you to explain this to people because this is one of the best inventions I think mankind has had yet, probably since the wheel. <laughs> well, we're very proud of that, you know, and what we've done. It, it's a powder-actuated technology. It's a self-propelled golf club where you simply dial in the yardage from 50 yards all the way up to 225 yards and every yardage in between. You address the shot just like a traditional, like a traditional golf club you would, and you depress a striker button that's located on the grip, and the insert comes out two inches and hits the ball down the fairway or onto the green. So wow. with this, you can fade or draw the ball, hit low shots, high shots, and hit it from 50 up to 225 yards. The group that we're really serving are those that are physically challenged mm-hmm. who never had an opportunity to play golf, and also the growing senior population that, you know, gets involved with some type of a, a, an, an ailment, like, you know, it could be arthritis, it could be a stroke survivor, mm-hmm. it could be someone with a bad neck or a bad back, yeah. and they love to golf, but it's, it's either they, they totally cannot do it or it's just not worth it anymore. They're in too much pain. Right. And we're helping a lot of people across the country with this. It's phenomenal because a lot of people even – even today, people who don't play golf, you get them out on a golf course and just the, the atmosphere just hooks them. And if, right. you can, if you can get somebody who can't play golf, won't play golf because of physical limitations or injury or whatever, and, and put this club in their hand, and now they can hang with their friends again. It's phenomenal. Well, that's exactly right. If someone's been playing for 40, 50, 60 years, and they love the game, and that's their you know, social group that they get together – it's not just a matter of just taking up another hobby. You know, when you lose the ability to play golf, for a lot of people, it's like losing your right arm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we keep them out there and enjoying it. And, uh, you know, it's good for golf, and it's good for, you know, the, the uh, general golf economy, keeping people out on the golf courses as well. Yeah. So you got one of these easy golf clubs, which you can dial, like you say, between 50 to 225 yards, maybe a, mm-hmm. a wedge and a putter, and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. That's all you need, the easy golf club, a wedge and a putter. Because even if you're not doing real well physically, most of our uh, people can still pitch and putt. Right. And that's not Absolutely. an issue. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, uh, I have a spinal fusion, which, you know, got me into teaching full-time because I've got screws in my spinal column now. And we had no idea if I was ever going to be able to play golf again. And I didn't have mm-hmm. a choice. A disc was gone. I think this is amazing. I mean, if I would have known about this before I had a spinal fusion, oh, my gosh, I would have uh, I, I would have had a, a, some easier nights resting. Of, Man, will I ever be able to play golf again? And, I mean, what an incredible mm-hmm. gift that is to give people the opportunity to play golf regardless of physical limitations or injuries. Yeah, and you don't yeah. lose and anywhere near no as many balls. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I mean, to have one club that can hit at 50 to 225 yards, man, that's going to put me out of business. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this isn't to replace golf. Golf will never be replaced, but 
you know, this is for the people really who don't have a choice. It's either easy golf or they're all done playing. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and it's a large group, unfortunately. But, hey, we've got a solution for you folks out there. Steve, Absolutely. Do you, do you ever do any uh, organized, like, go to some of the uh, the nonprofit groups, the stroke support groups and stuff like that? Oh, and- yeah. We work with the American Heart Association, the Stroke Survivors Group. We work with um, uh, wounded veterans groups. Um, anybody who's in need, we want to just spread the word and let them know, hey, you have, there's a path for you as well. You know, the youngsters who have good swings and so forth, they really don't get it. But, you know, you get up in years, 60, 70, 80, and things happen. You know, mm-hmm. it's a natural occurrence. And, um, you know, so, I mean, this was around 10 years ago. My grandfather would have had another five or 10 years of golfing. Right. You know? Yes. Right, yeah. And so it's a big market out there. So we, you know, again, you... You have to be put yourself in their shoes and understand that it's a group. And, uh, you know, I like to tell people it's going to happen to all of us, whether you're 60, 70, 80, 90, or 100. The day's going to come where the head says yes and the body says no. Yeah, and that's going to be a sad day for, for any avid golfer. Now, Well, not anymore. You slide it right over to easy golf. That's right. Now, the, <laughs> what, what kind of a price point are we talking about for this, Steve? Well, it retails for nine ninety five, but again, it's essentially a full set of clubs. Exactly. So that's yeah. all you need. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And you, any any decent set of clubs is going to set you back that much money anyhow. So it's it's you know right. when it replaces everything from from your driver to your nine iron, you're not going to have to worry about uh, spending too much money. It's phenomenal. Now, where can you no, buy exactly. these, Steve? Is it on y'all's website well, or? Yeah, you can pull, you can go ahead and buy them directly on our website. And the word's getting out there. We're getting some new distributors out there and so forth. Um, uh, but uh, you can go to the website at the letter E, letter Z, letter E, letter E, golf.com. So E-Z-E-E-Golf.com is one way to do it. Or just give us a call, uh, 510-378-2224. And any any help we can do physically on uh, on getting the word out for you above and beyond uh, this uh, ten minutes together on the radio here because I, I think this is just one of the most phenomenal things that uh, that somebody's done for for the golfers who are no longer able to play golf and are pining about it on a daily basis. Yeah, well, this is just phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, absolutely! Well, thank you very I much. Mean, and yeah, now was and this it's no louder than using a traditional metal driver? Mm-hmm. And it's course friendly, takes no divots. So, by the way, for the superintendents that might be listening, to the show, <laughs> <laughs> it's a win-win. Uh, I, I, you know, there's I, I do a lot with the Special Olympics here in the uh, the Texas area, and I, I I I'm already thinking of a lot of people that are going to benefit greatly from this. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, golf is such an incredible sport, and to be able to bridge the gaps, I mean, it, that is amazing, Steve. Well, well done. Yeah, it's a, it's a phenomenal thing. We're proud of the work that we're doing. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, how long did it take you to come up with this? I mean, from from the idea to the finished product, how long of a process was it for you? Well, it was a process, and um, I'm not the original inventor. Roy H. Taylor is the original inventor. He's mm-hmm. a retired aerospace engineer, and he, like most ideas, started tinkering in his garage mm-hmm. several years ago. And now we're at mass production and so forth. But there was many steps in between because it had to be quiet, accurate, yeah. easy to use, and reliable. So yeah. it had to, and it all had to look like a golf club, and and it does. So it's, right. it's been a process, but yeah. uh, we're there now. Aerospace engineer, so this is rocket science. Amazing. Ah. 
<laughs> that John, that's exactly. why you and I Literally. couldn't come up with this. Yeah. yeah, exactly why we didn't come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's been holding us back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, because my close enough for rocket surgery has been my motto forever. <laughs> It explains a lot. Okay. I'll be lucky to figure out how to use it, let alone come up with a manufacturing it. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we're no, played at golf amazing. courses oh and top golf and pretty much we're we're pretty much everywhere now and, and the word's getting out there and uh, a lot of senior retirement communities mm-hmm. um they're enjoying it there and uh uh, so we're just having a lot of fun with it and helping a lot of people. I was going to say, if we, somebody can get the franchise for Florida, they'll be a millionaire. <laughs> we need to talk about that. <laughs> There's an opportunity. Really? All right. So once uh, once again, it is E, the letter E, the letter Z, E-E-G-O-L-F dot com. E-Z-Golf dot right. com. And nine ninety five, and it replaces your entire set of clubs. So whether, right. whether you... Maybe you just want to take it. Maybe you stink at golf. Try this. I mean, you know. Or, yeah, or for whatever reason, you know. But yeah. things do happen, and we're glad to help so many people. It's it's very rewarding. Very, very rewarding. Fantastic. Steve Fluke, thanks for spending some time with us here, man. EasyGolf.com. That's going to wrap it up for uh, this week. Appreciate you being around. Check us out, thoseweekendgolfguys.com or facebook.com slash golfguys. You can follow us on Twitter at WKNDGolfguys. Brooke, thank you yes, so sir. much, my dear, for hanging out. Always and, a pleasure. And Always you're, a pleasure. And God. you're so much prettier than Jeff. We're going to have to get you on more often. <laughs> and, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm one of those you know shallow male types. I don't mind pointing that out. And you, why don't you go play some golf? See you next week. Bye-bye. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.